You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Not sure why I'm putting emphasis on the first name. Mario, how are you? Hi, Chris. First of all, the, the emphasis on my first name just raised my spirits slightly because otherwise I am I'm low. I'm low for a number of reasons. I something just sorry. We're gonna get to that. Something just occurred to me mm-hmm. and it blew my mind. Is the D in in your, your son's name because of the D in your name? Not intentionally. Like is it, I the same, swear. is it the same name? It's not the same name. It's okay, not the same moving name. on. Here, here. Moving on. No, 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 no. Can I, can I, can I add this one little? Uh, oh, fact? of course you can. I just wasn't forcing you to talk oh, about no, 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 personal no, no. stuff. No, no, no. Cool. So, <laughs> I don't know how intentional. I feel, I feel like my parents were intentional. So my dad's initials are MDH. Mm-hmm. My older brother's initials are MDH. My initials are MDH, and I had no intent on you know perpetuating that, but. My son's initials are RDH, and I didn't mean to do that. Hmm. It's just—it's so ingrained in the genetics. It's just gonna happen. Just gonna happen. I can't do nothing about it. Can't we gotta name this it. kid Dagwood. <laughs> Great comic, amazing comic <sighs> strip. Yes, that is—it's uh, a—it's a personal favorite of yours, and that's why the decision mm-hmm. was made. Anyway, we, mm-hmm. I have <laughs> a lot to talk about. I've got BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. Another week of National Football Action. Week six. Bizarre. We're almost halfway through the season. Halfway through the season. I guess we're exactly a third of the way. There we go. There we go. Better math. Better math. I, at this stage, I feel horrible about the team that I love. Yeah. And equally horrible about feeling like I don't know a damn thing about football. NFL football. I have no... I got nothing. I got nothing for what's going on, man. No, it's weird. There's no two ways to uh no two ways to get around this. Football has been real weird. And now with uh with the recent decision of the Carolina Panthers to fire their head coach Matt Rule, who certainly deserved it. I, I, a lot of places, I believe Bavada included have Dan Campbell as the favorite to be the next head coach fired. Really? Mm. Bavada? Not a lot of Dan Campbell hate. I can sense it and I can feel it in the the ether of Detroit. Uh, I don't like it. I think there's a lot of other things going on, but this last loss felt like the same old Lions loss, and and that's, that's probably where... Well, here you can you can find some solace in this. I, I did just find the prop under NFL specials uh, in the future section at Bavada, and they actually have not jumped quite as reactionary as some other places that I've seen. Dan Campbell plus fourteen hundred, and that is tied for fifth place with Josh McDaniels. Okay, okay, that's around that's around the. I think that's right. I think that's around the same level of earned the the seat warming up a bit. I think yeah. they're both in the same boat for different reasons, but in the same level of like, all right, you're teetering on disappointment. You're teetering. The ultimate players coach and the, uh, the ultimate non-players coach. 
<laughs> it's funny because there are so many versions of non-players coach, but typically only one version of players coach. Yeah. Well, this this smarter than now, don't question anything I say, Josh McDaniels, who has a hard time relating to human beings, whereas, you know, Dan Campbell's loved. He's just not winning football games. Decision making hasn't been the headline of the losses. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I'm not going Dan Campbell. The last two losses have absolutely been preparation. Um, I mean, we could say the injury thing for last mm-hmm. week, but it didn't feel good before the injuries. No, no, it, it didn't. Although you were, you were scoring a lot of points. So let's, and by the way, the favorite is uh, Nathaniel Hackett to the, the surprise of absolutely nobody <laughs> looked like he was in over his head, continues to look like he's in over his head, but Let's talk about let's talk about this game last week because a lot of people are like, oh, the Lions, you know, they got shut out by the Patriots. The Patriots aren't that good. I want to. This is another time I w- I want to take advantage of your background, having played the game, and there was an awful injury early on in this Lions game. I t- you know I texted you about it that I thought it looked mm-hmm. like the Shazier injury. Thank God. That's not what it ended up being. But when something that significant happens, when that serious an injury befalls one of your teammates, what does that do to the rest of the team for that game? Cool. It's real. It's real. I have been the recipient of the, or the cause mm-hmm. of the the feeling. Yeah. Like I, I went down with a concussion. Uh, like went 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 numb on the field type of thing mm-hmm. everyone concerned type of thing and from what i understood after the fact it motivated the uh our guys we lost and it was at near the end of the game but more times than not it's a your mind's going elsewhere you overcompensate you fake like it didn't but there's just a lot of different elements going on right and the one thing that's not going on is usually is being locked in which is what you have to be so yeah, it's just uh, how much of the, oh my God, look what just happened. This can happen to any of us on any play creeps into your mind. It creeps in and it, to be fair, it doesn't stay. It's really hard to do or think both things while yeah. during the play. Like you, you got to play during the play. Right. But there's a level the of like. weren't. there's a level of like, and I would even say like almost incremental like detachment from where you were, the energy, the whatever you, you, whatever you use to be at your best, there's an incremental Mm. decrease from that as uh, as you continue to play. If it's a guy on your side, especially if it's the gruesome thing. Well, it was a very non-incremental decrease in points scored. Yeah. The Lions completely shut out, 29 nothing, And uh, it's rough because Bailey Zappi was at the helm for the Patriots. I think this it's, it, it was the perfect, and perfect is used <laughs> almost sarcastically here, but still not misnamed. Like the elements of this is, this is bullshit, this is tough, this is the same old Lions, yeah. is that. It's 
This team is not good. They don't have a starting quarterback. What is going on? Why the collapse to this team at this time? No way. No way. No way. And then it, it comes, it's coupled with like this, uh, this reshaping of your secondary, which was supposed to be like a Herculean power move to say like, we're not scared to make sure we do what it takes to win. And you come out <laughs> in the worst loss of the season after doing yeah. such a thing. So right now ESPN has the Lions likely to receive the second pick in the draft. Is that does, is that by default whichever quarterback doesn't go number 1? Yes. Yes. So 1, you're uh, you're throwing out the let's call him what he is like 5 foot 10 and a half inch Bryce Young at quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Uh, this is hard. I'm not in this frame of mind yet, right? Then I, I, I will get there come <laughs> April, yeah. March-ish. But I do think, not all the way, and never never all the way, likely, but I do think we're losing the necessity for six-foot-plus. Now, Bryce Young's going to... Yeah, but he's going to have to do all the great things. And one thing he's going to have to do is... Oh, he's not going to do it between now and the draft, but... Physically, he's going to have to look a little bit more physically mature in some way, maybe more toned. Well, it seems like every guy puts on 20 pounds of muscle before the combine. It happens, and it won't matter for him because, you know, movement and and his overall top-end speed won't matter, so he can can, uh, sacrifice some of that for the sake of what I'm talking about, which has to be a thing because the last few below six feet at six feet guys were were relatively stout well and utterly elite athletes and on top of that can do crazy things athletically is there any temptation at all to put a guy like who i mean a guy who is the absolute best player in the draft in uh in anderson jr from from alabama alongside aiden hutchinson <sighs> man you can't undo what's been done but I would say that this would be more realistic if it was not alongside Aiden Hutchinson, but was pairing him with Sauce Gardner. I mean, hey, if, yeah, look, <laughs> we can't undo that one, however much we might want to try. Look, Aiden's great for, Aiden's great for the Lions and all of that, but yeah, Sauce is Sauce. Mm-hmm. Sauce is sauce. Well, from a twenty-nine nothing loss to a uh, a surprising win by the absolute uh, skin of their teeth, the Eagles stay undefeated. The NFL's last undefeated team, although right on their heels, the Cowboys are four and one, and the Giants are four and one. I don't think any of us would have predicted this <laughs> when the season started. Ah, what a man! I, I felt. So bad for that kicker, but I was thrilled to get out of that Cardinals game with a win. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure that was the one. That was that was one of the ones you all will have. And you did what good team, quality team, championship run team. I'm sorry I said the C word so early. I was trying not to do it, but championship run teams do. They win the close game. Yeah, it was... Uh... An interesting 
Fair, it, and it's funny because I, I felt horrible when the team was up fourteen nothing. It just didn't feel, it didn't feel like this is how the game was going to go, and it did not. After that, it was very quickly went the momentum went to the side of the Cardinals. Thank God that another that sub six foot quarterback that we're talking about, Kyler Murray, is just not blessed with the best football IQ in the world because <laughs> that guy, for those who don't know how this game ended, it's third and 10, no timeouts left. And the, the Cardinals are down three points at, I probably like the 25, 28, something like that. Well, the, they're at the, the 35, 38 prior to that play card. Kyler scrambles, hadn't scrambled all game, scrambled like three times on the last drive, very effectively. And, goes down one yard short of the first down marker when he didn't have to. He could have easily picked up another two yards before he started to slide. Did not. Fourth and one, forcing the Cardinals to kick a field goal. Their rookie, uh, their uh, just signed off the street kicker, Matt Amendola, hooks it right, Eagles 5-0. When you, when you narrate it in that way, it don't actually feel so bad, do it? As it being on the Eagles side, like whatever, whatever, stressful, you know, bullets of sweat down the forehead, whatever, you know, heart, heart palpitating through your chest. Who cares? Meanwhile, the Eagles (laughs) are the first team in, I think I saw that was 31 years to have uh, a player of the week on one of the the NFL teams every single week, be it NFL uh, offensive player of the week, defensive player of the week or special teams player of the week. Wow. Man, now I got to hate. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. I'm over it in real time. Like, what's well, going on in Philly? I'm really just showing off. When, I know. When, when last week, it was Cameron Dicker, who we signed off the street prior to the prior to this game this week, and he wins Special Teams Player of the Week. <laughs> showing I, off. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I will continue to enjoy the quality of football y'all bring, but man, don't ask me about it. That's where I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to trade you Cameron Dicker for a first round. <laughs> look at look 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 at this. Look at the brashness. Uh, well, I am many things, and brash is certainly one of them. Let's <laughs> uh, let's turn our attention to this week's slate of National Football League games. Oh my God, I love I I love this first game. It, it's a horrible game, but I love talking about it. I don't know if you saw this, but after last week, uh, Commanders coach Ron Rivera was asked what the difference was and why the teams at the top of the division at the top of the division were at the top of the division in the NFC East. Did you see what his response was? No. Quite simply, quarterback. That's hard. Like, and to put this in perspective. The relationship between Carson Wentz and the Eagles fell apart when he was insulted that the Eagles benched him 13 games into the season after being statistically by far the worst quarterback in the NFL to that point. Carson that Wentz. Just, yeah. That just turned him on the Eagles, couldn't stand it, couldn't believe he was done dirty like that. And five games in, his head coach literally said that quarterback is the reason they're not. That's, challenging those teams at the top of the division. That's so tough. Like, if we can get to the nitty gritty of what the hell is our problem, and you can say 
the leader of our clubhouse. <laughs> yes. He's it's like, uh, yeah, it's that guy. It's Wentz. <laughs> We're like Wentz right next shoulder to shoulder with him. <laughs> Yo, he, Carson Wentz has no self awareness. By the way, this is the this is the problem. He doesn't have self awareness, but he has a world class ego. It's which it's is horrible, crazy. He, he was like the he was the North Carolina, I mean the the North Dakota farm kid. It was supposed to be like this, you know, blue collar guy, and now it's like, don't dare question me. The fast life got to him too soon, man. This is our fault. Uh, speaking of that, another fun quarterback story uh, with the Panthers. From, what's the exact stat? Through his team's first five games and the first five starts of the season, Baker Mayfield has the second worst quarterback rating since we've had a quarter with the stat quarterback rating. Uh, number one, it was he's the quarterback rating. The QBR was a sixteen point eight. Number one, just running away with it. By the way, was Jamarcus Russell in Oakland with it was like an eleven. But to put in perspective how bad Mayfield has been, number three on that list. So objectively, a player who Mayfield was just a little worse than through five the first five games. In 2017, the Cleveland Browns started Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback, and he was <laughs> he was just a little better than Mayfield's been in Carolina. <laughs> I forgot Deshaun Kaiser existed one, so shout out to you. So did everyone else. Yeah, thank you for bringing him back to the start. He actually just woke up because you you named him. Yeah, I was super wrong about Mayfield's first few weeks too. He, he sucks. Yeah, I don't. He's just broken. So here's the thing I, with that though: like he couldn't. He 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 had the type of uh, makeup where setback. Like, real legitimate setback. We're not talking about chip on your shoulder setback. Like, real yeah. legitimate setback was not a formula for success for him. And that's not – that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to go against what was established as the prototype – we're not talking about stereotype, prototype, okay? Mm -hmm. When you go against that, you have to – all the other things have to stay checked. And if those things start to remove their check marks, you're no good. You're no good. And, yeah. and Baker can't be injured and not uh, around good to very good talent and can't have an abysmal coaching. It can't, it can't work. It's crazy. He needs, cause look, he's not going to get a, a starting quarterback job next year. Assuming that things continue this way, he needs to go find himself as a backup to a grown up quarterback in a, an organization with a lot of structure. Yes. Yes. If he wants to, Stay in the league, make some good money. People still say your name, kinda. Yeah, go do that. I'm not 100 percent sure. A couple of years ago, it seemed like every it seemed like one of every three teams in the NFL had a, a 39 year old future Hall of Fame quarterback who was just <laughs> like had a couple of years left. Now yeah. all of those guys are gone. I'm honestly, I'm trying to figure out where the best place for Mayfield is and. You know, if Brady's going to stay around for a couple of years, I would say Tampa Bay. Um, oh my God, I just Aaron Rodgers is not the kind of guy who's going to help the person behind him, so that doesn't make sense. And in Green Bay, honestly, being being in a quarterback room with Aaron Rodgers may just completely break Mayfield. Uh, I would actually, I, get, I, 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 I want that to happen. Then I want hard knocks. 
Yeah, you know, well, for sure. Uh, may, like, I don't know. He's not a veteran by any stretch of the imagination, but go be a backup in Buffalo for a couple of years. I think there's, it's too much fun, if I, could, if I may. That might be a little too much fun. Well, I mean, Tampa Bay also would probably be fun for a backup quarterback who's a young millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about Baker, too, that I'm getting a sense of. He might be like a sabotager. Yeah. I could see him like... Or not okay, not sabotage, bad, bad. Uh, he's contrarian, maybe even like where he'd get to a situation like Tampa Bay and find the worst things about it. What about KC? What about backing up Mahomes? I think Andy Reid is a true quarterback whisperer for, for sure. I mean, he made Vince Young work for a second, yeah, for a second, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that feels like the ideal situation to me. Because also, let's not kid ourselves. It's Missouri. Also, it's Missouri. Which, I think, if Baker would stop it, he'd understand that that's the life he wants to live. If he'd just take a chill pill, look in the mirror. Yeah. That, I'm going to go with that. That's my choice. Mayfield then should end up being backing up Mahomes. There we go. We made it happen, so sure. Uh, we want 5% of that next contract. Man, again, you are very gracious. Good point. Make a 10. There we go. The second game of the week. Oh, sorry. The actual first game of the week is the Washington (laughs) Commanders. Uh, I was just so bored by this game already. Who head to Chicago for Thursday night football to take on the Chicago Bears. At this point, it is uh, a pick at Bavada. Nobody cares. No. (laughs) They're not even bothering with a line. The only, they're like, I'll tell you what. One thing I know about this game is going to be boring. It's the lowest over-under of the week at 38. Yeah, what am I saying here? I mean, I picked the Bears because quarterback. <laughs> hey, Justin Fields finally threw for more than 200 yards with uh, 208 last week. Finally has more passing completions than rushing attempts. Are we going to do seven. the um are we going to do the Ohio State quarterback thing soon? Uh, I mean, we're going to find media. out with uh oh, that's tough because does Joe Burrow count against that? Or or is that does Joe Burrow an argument for that since they could not identify his talent while he was there. I don't think he was better than the guys that he he was competing against at the time. Uh, I mean, I guess, but that let like how how much of a he, growth could he have between? Yeah, yeah no, how, how how much can you really get that much better? Can you go from undrafted free agent to number clear cut number one overall pick and franchise quarterback? It feels like there was. There was meat left on the developmental bone at Ohio State. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think we should. I'm, I wasn't saying it in the, in the hopes that we that we don't. I, if I had to to put my ten toes down on a side of this, I think we probably should. Like they're gonna have to break through it. Who, whatever young person. We'll find out because it looks like C.J. Stroud, their current quarterback, is the the favorite to be the number one pick this year. So there's gonna ironically. Have to be- Go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, it's going to have to be a change. Ironically, what? Ironically, I think he looks the worst (laughs) out of all the guys so far. Like, he looks the least fluid. I've never been a huge fan, but, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of that's just you uh, still upset about the 49 points they hung on Michigan State in that first half. But He looked bad doing it, but they did it. Uh, he did not look bad doing it. Like nine hundred <laughs> yards in the first Give half. Give me that. Wow. No, you don't think you don't get that. It's a 
patent fly. <laughs> um, yeah, that was rough. And uh, I don't know. We'll find out. But let, let's hope. Would are you comfortable if it if you have the number one pick? Are you comfortable picking C.J. Stroud? He doesn't. He doesn't mark me as a person who can turn a thing around. I just. I also don't think he's that good. Like again, fluidly. Like I don't think he has the ability to adjust to things uh in 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 game, in play. Mm-hmm. I just don't see those things happening. I think he knows what he's doing. He's, he's he looks very intelligent. I think he's probably right below an overthinker. So to answer your question, no, I wouldn't be ecstatic. Can I tell you college football is kind of the same as the NFL for me this year? where I watch these teams and I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure who's good. Like I watch Alabama struggle with teams, watch Ohio state struggle with teams, watch Georgia struggle with teams. You guys are supposed to be blowing everybody out. You know what? (laughs) Okay. Let's go underneath the hood for one second. Yeah. I think the, the way the net is wider for talent development at a younger age, Mm. I think it's ruining not ruining the sport, it's making the sport better, but we we can't predict like game in and game out like dominance because I think splashes of greatness are more prevalent, which, you know, I think it's a sport of inches, a game of inches, so those things matter and and count as wins, losses. Like uh, it's going to get harder. People are getting better across the board. Yeah, and look, I know Alabama's undefeated. I know Georgia's undefeated. I li- I, Tennessee's fun. I really like that. Mm-hmm, Hend- mm-hmm. I like Hendon Hooker quite a bit. That's going to be a fun game this week. Ole Miss is fun. Yeah, I just I watch these teams and they just don't feel like this the same the same level of rosters that I've watched in the past. Yeah, none of those undefeated teams are like the undefeated team. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not even Alabama two years ago. Not even Clemson three years ago. Right. Ugh. Well, I guess it's supposedly fun with things being competitive. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens said to the New York to take on the New York football Giants, and Bavada has the Giants plus five and a half now. I'm so mad that I have to consider this. I liked, I liked that the Giants are heading the right direction. Again, yeah. outside of all the, the hoopla going into the higher, I loved the higher. Yeah, for And sure. it's proving itself that. But not so soon, right? But uh, give me the Ravens as I think – Lamar, uh, he didn't look great last week, but he looked good enough. And I think that looking good enough for his standard is his is his his uh, basement, which is great. So I think that's enough to beat this Giants team, who still at times uh, forgets that they are improving um, player wise. So give me the Ravens to win it out, matchup to matchup. And, and Saquon got banged up a little bit last week. They're they're saying it's a relatively minor shoulder injury, but. With that guy, any injury is something you have to pay a lot of attention to. For sure. So, yeah, I'm with you. I would love for the Giants to, you know, lose a game. That would be fun. <laughs> the uh, Cincinnati Bengals traveled to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints, and Bavada's got those Saints plus two at home. Really disappointed in Burrow's post-game speech after the loss to the Ravens. You don't say the thing he said, which is, if teams try to beat us, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down, I'm uncovering that. If teams try to beat us defensively, then we can't beat them. That's what he said, basically. And and I'll give I'll give a better version of, of the quote for, for the listeners. 
he said, if teams are going to sit back on us like that, there's nothing we can do in the past game relatively. And I'm like, no, 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 my friend. You've earned teams adjusting to the deep threat. Like, you guys get, you've yeah. got to figure it out, man. You mean? So that makes me a little nervous heading into a game where the Saints, to me, won a game they shouldn't have won last week and what that could do to them. Uh, but I, I don't think scheme-wise or, again, matchup-wise, that it's in their favor. If the Bengals can come out and establish what they like, mm. uh, they'll win. And this week, I think they can. So give me the Bengals. So the Bengals lose that game on that last second field goal <clears throat> by Justin Tucker last week. And I saw, I saw a stat that using the next-gen ball tracking data, that field goal would have been good if the goalposts were half a yard wide. That's, That's how so down hard. the middle it was. That's so dope. That's a hard-ass stat, man. Justin Tucker, I'm not doing a good job of relishing in the Justin Tucker era as uh, my time as watching football. I don't understand how we even have a conversation about there's anybody who has ever kicked the football better than Justin Tucker. It's just dumb to me. I don't care about anything that's happened before this. He is the best person in the history of this planet to kick <laughs> a football. No, no, no respect for the uh, Grammaticas, the Anderson. Yes, it, it's it's Martin Grammatica that I consider his greatest rival. <laughs> the Hansons, the didn't uh, didn't Grammatica tear his ACL celebrating? I want to say twice. The <laughs> follow up question: Can you name the other Grammatica? Billy. I don't think that's right. It's Bill. Bill. It's Bill Grammatica. <laughs> it's Bill. It was really, it was really Martin, when he in disguise going back to college. You, uh, I'm astounded. <laughs> I loved the Grammaticas, bro. I don't know why. I am astounded to say you're correct. Um, Bill, Bill Grammatica. That's just dumb. <laughs> no so wonder that didn't. That didn't work out. By the way, his real name, Guillermo Grammatica. Oh, Bill was the one who saw his older brother like not assimilate to American culture, so he went with Bill? I guess. Crazy. Uh, I guess. Crazy. And how he was a top hundred pick. Yo, it, no, 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 no. There was a time. I'm not don't I, I don't I'm not blaming you for being revisionist here, but it sounds revisionist-esque. There was a time where like kickers were doing it in college. They were well, he, God. okay. He was a top. He was a top hundred pick because he was Martin Gramatica's brother. Oh, I thought we went back to Martin. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> Martin Gramatica. I was. I can't get over Guillermo here. Uh, Mart, Martin was the 80th pick in the draft in the third round, and that's Dog. fine. Like, yeah, like it's high, but he was time, yeah. one of the best kicking prospects we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. It's a third round pick. Mm -hmm. If you could spend your third round pick and get a kicker for the next 10 years, it's a good third round pick. Sure. I'm saying Guillermo here should, <laughs> Guillermo should not have been a top 100 pick is what I'm getting at. I will. Hey, I'm good with that, man. I, I didn't like, I, okay. Be, to be fair, I thought, I definitely thought he was uh, living off his brother's laurels. Like I, I definitely thought that I didn't think he was good at, at all in college. And apparently it was, it was, uh, it was Billy that tore his ACL. Not oh, Martin. Oh, Martin did too. I thought they both had torn ACLs around the same time in life. Well, nice to be able to rehab. 
what like what are these dumb what are these dumb questions on on Kukul? Like I'm looking at you know they they just toss in these weird questions uh like related to your search term and one of them is can you still squat with a torn ACL? Oh my Mario God. as a as someone who has been in the fitness industry what is your answer to that question? Can you? Yes. Should you? No. Well, well first 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 <laughs> no, you can't because the squat, the completed squat is down back to up and there will likely not be a back to up portion with that. The, the technical answer is yes. As mm-hmm. long as people can control their body weight and not have pain or movement compensations, uh, then they, they're safe. But as you pointed out, is getting to that stage, which is challenging. Yeah, like you're a very special torn ACL case. <sighs> Apparently Martine lives in the Tampa area. Anyway, mm-hmm. Bill Grammatica. What a dumb name. I'm glad. I, I can't get over this. Why not go Guillermo? That's the, yeah, Guillermo that's a, Grammatica is a that's an awesome name. Yeah, he's weak for that. Sorry. He just me. wanted uh he wanted some respect from those Florida State co eds. Yep. Call me Bill. No. Yeah, because Bill oh, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. All right. Anyway. The speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Indianapolis yeah. to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Bavada has the Colts minus two. I think this is a coin flip game, to be honest. Mm. Jack's still figuring out who they are. Uh, the slow starters, man, um, especially uh, getting stopping the run. Slow mm. starters to stop the run, a bend but don't break to start the game. I don't know what that's about. Might not fare well. So I'm actually going to go Colts here to. Um, win and, and meet that line. I think they'll win by three. Worse for me, the Minnesota Vikings travel to Miami to take on Skylar Thompson and the Miami Dolphins, exactly what we all thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Bavada has the Dolphins plus three and a half at home. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins deserve everything they get at the quarterback position at this point. Yeah. But who knew? Like, who knew we'd be here? So give me the Vikings in obviously a game where they the Dolphins can't compete with what the Vikings can do. The New England Patriots travel to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns, and Bavada has the Browns minus two and a half at home. Ooh. Okay, Bavada, I see you. I see you. I see you. I'm going to go Browns here, too. I'm going to go Browns here, too. I I think the, the Pats' D-line is skyrocketing. I, I, against that the, the Lions' offensive line – it's a good offensive line, and uh, this isn't the first week that that D-line has shined. It is the first week that their scheme has shined in that way, but uh, I think they do come back down to earth against the Browns, uh, especially that run game. Nick Chubb is, is playing at, a, at an all-time level, so give me the Browns here. I uh, saw stat Jacoby Brissett through the first five games of the year has not thrown an interception in the first 57 and a half minutes of any game. And in the last two and a half minutes, he's thrown three. Damn. Like, is it like, is it in his DNA? Like, is it? He's just trying. He gets to a point late and he tries to do too much instead of being a game manager. And we very clearly see his limitations shine through. I'm glad. I'm glad you broke it down that way. Because, yeah, just stop trying at all. Yeah, stop trying. Just take a knee. Take a knee, son. (laughs) At least we have a shot at kicking a field goal. There you go. Uh, if, uh, if you throw a pick, game over. The <laughs> New York Jets travel to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. This is a weird game. 
Packers minus seven at Bovada. Mm-mm, Putting my chips to the table on Jets back-to-backs. I don't have a real good reason except that those young guys, they, they remind me, not the actual team, but the young guy energy that they have and the skill set reminds me of how the Bengals start to, to shift. I don't think the Jets are there by any means, but let's go back-to-back because the Packers are in a, a place where they can, um, they can be knocked out. Yeah, they just weren't very good. They mm-hmm. just were not very good. Uh, and in the loss to the Giants, which was mm-hmm. unexpected. The, where are we? San Francisco 49ers travel to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Bavada has the Falcons plus five and a half. Falcons are interesting, man. Like, they're not so bad. They just don't win. <laughs> like, it's weird. You're not so bad. You just don't win. Like, you are, you are, you're a good run. Like, cool. You pull up to the court. Oh, it's those guys? They're fun to play. That's the Falcons. So the Niners will have fun and win. They're fun to play because every time that they step onto the court, we get to stay onto the court. We get to stay. <laughs> and it's game. a good game. Good sweat. The, uh, God, football's weird. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> travel to Pittsburgh and take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of the bigger lines of the week, Bavada's got the Steelers plus nine at home. I love the Steelers tumbling downhill. I love yeah. it. It's time they they took for granted what they needed to do to get this team ready to compete after the era that had them competing. They tried to extend it longer than it it was due, and yeah. now they're paying for it. So give me the Buccaneers here who can it, at all times maintain a certain level of production. Um, so they'll do enough to beat the Bucks here. You said the line is nine? Nine. I'm, I'm, I'll take TB12 and, and, and crew to, to win by 12, 13. Right. The uh, Arizona Cardinals travel to Seattle to take on these Seattle Seahawks. And Bavada has the Seahawks plus three at home. Yeah, Seahawks are like the Falcons to me. Like good, te- good, good team to play. Like we'll, we'll get good sweat, good run. Likely we'll lose. They are who they are now. Like they're not the worst team in football, man. I thought they were, but it's, they they got something going on. But the Cardinals just have better Smith, overall man. players. It, 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 Geno Smith, as much as is a is a reason for that, his his settled demeanor allows you to just not be so bad. Um, but the Cardinals have better overall talent um, and can overcome and make the bigger play. Even though I will say the Cards will win, but um, with uh, Walker Jr. taking the brunt of the carries, could shift could shift things for for the Seahawks for the better. So. Uh, I was obviously watching another game at the time that Seahawks Saints game was going on, but I was paying attention to the box and I just couldn't understand. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Geno Smith has thrown the ball like nine times in the first half. Like per his, his contribution to the game plan. Like, I feel like he's that type of guy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you're playing that bad Saints defense. Maybe you put the ball in the air a little bit, but. Eh, scored 32 points. Not enough to win, but put the points on the board. Mm-hmm. P.J. Walker and those Carolina Panthers head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. This is the biggest line of the week. Bavada has the Rams minus 10 at home. Woo, Rams. Lucky you that you come back from last week to this week and the Panthers. Feel good about yourselves. Get the win. And they hit this line. Go for it. Matty Ice, another strong game for the Rams last week. 28-42, 308, touchdown, and an interception. He's not he, right. Yeah, he, he's, he's hurting, and he's, he, he, I mean, it's, it's the tail end. It really is the tail end. 
By the way, the Cowboys scored 22 points on 247 total yards of offense. Like Cooper Rush accounted after after sacks and stuff accounted for 76 yards of uh, of passing, and they get 163 yards on the ground. By the way, who I think it was it must have been Jerry Jones because nobody else could have the audacity to do this. But I really feel like it was somebody in the media compared Cooper Rush to Joe Montana. So angry! I can't believe you brought this that to this show. Unbelievable. Let's denounce it together. I want to see if I still have. Do you, I'm checking my contacts right now. I want to see if I still have Nick Montana's cell phone number. Yeah, see how offended Nick is right now. Nick, Nick was Joe's youngest child, big time quarterback prospect. Went to Washington. I want. I want to get Nick's thought on Cooper Rush being compared to his Hall of Fame father. Yeah, let's, let's see. Find out. I. I'm going to have to look for it. It's all right, man. Ah, life goes on. Yep. The uh, Feel free to reach out, Nick. I know you're listening. <laughs> Buffalo Bills travel to Kansas City to take on Baker Mayfield's future team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Bavada has the Chiefs plus three at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. I think the Bills win this game. I think statement. I don't think it's something that we can use as a true measurement of what's about to go down when they maybe meet again, but I think they win and have fun winning this week. Give me the Bills here. Don't know how I feel about this, but apparently the Bills and Eagles are two of the teams that are being mentioned in a potential uh, potential move for Christian McCaffrey. Why you why the why why? Oh, because Miles Sanders is ordinary and the Eagles are playing well, so they're just like, let's give them somebody. It's like so with stuff like that it's weird for me because you're not going to get the Rasheed Wallace effect. You have to kind of be in a worse place. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are in a good place. To, you know, no shakeups. No shakeups. Yeah, it's hard because if you ha- if if you have a relatively healthy Christian McCaffrey, I will I'll take that trade every day, especially since there'd be no guaranteed money because of uh, because he had just been dealt. But uh, yeah, if this is a Christian McCaffrey the last couple of years. I'm good. I'm good. Don't know if we need that. But hey, last time we made a trade for a running back at midseason, it was Jay Ajaye, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl that year. So based upon that precedent, I would be fine with it. Fine. The Speaking of, Dallas Cowboys head to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. This move, this line has moved a ton. Started pretty close. Bavada now has the Eagles all the way up. To minus six at home. Yeah. Eagles win. I can't wait. Eagles win. Eagles win big. <laughs> be careful. That's a good D line. Eagles win. Yeah, for big. sure. And my Lotta may be out again this week. Eagles win big. There was a stretch last week where my Lotta went down. Kelsey went down. Devontae Smith got hurt. Uh, somebody else got hurt. And, and Jake Elliott got hurt. Most of those people came back to play. Uh, some did not. But I would really like to not have a large number of injuries this week. That would be super yeah, cool. Yeah, that's the move. That's the move. Also, can I tell you, I'm getting a little old, and these uh, these 820 starts are getting a <laughs> <laughs> Man, do it for the team, but I feel you. 
I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm, I am going to reluctantly watch grow. the game. Yeah, yeah I, need to, I, I need to go back to this being a 520 start. That was better. Prime time, man. This is, this is the sacrifice you make for prime time. Final game of the week. Can't wait for this one. Russell Wilson and those Denver Broncos head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers minus four and a half on Monday Night Football at home. There's nothing to for the Broncos to redeem. There's nothing for Russell Wilson to redeem because they have to suck this bad based on who they have running the show. You're yep. not going to get that redemption moment. He's not going to play that well. The team's not going to play that well. So I say right. all, all that to say the Chargers will win this game. This is who the Broncos are because they're being led by someone who isn't ready to do this job. So give me the Chargers, man. Russell Wilson. Russell damn Wilson. Oh, that guy. Is is Russell hmm. Wilson overrated? You asked me before, I said no. I think now it's starting to teeter on piling on him. The situation mm-hmm. is greater than him, man. And he's not Yeah, but, but the quarterback is the face of the franchise and is supposed to elevate the rest of the exactly. team. Exactly. And now I'll say he's not good enough anymore to overcome that. He's not. That's what you always said about that quarterback you had your uh, your sophomore year at Robert Morris. You said wasn't good enough. Let us mm-hmm. down. Let us down. Let I us stand down. by that. That's what I do with all the quarterbacks, by the way. Did not get you the ball enough. Standard. More jet sweeps, Mario. More, more jet sweeps. Another jet sweep. Yawn. Oh my god. Anyway, I don't know who that was. Do you do you remember who your sophomore quarterback was? You sophomore obviously year. never said this, so let's just go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be mad. My sophomore year quarterback was uh, Eric Swalinski. Okay, well, in that case, you've done nothing but talk trash about Eric Swalinski ever since I've known you. He disappeared off of Facebook. I don't know. Are you out there, E? Are you out there? It's the big no. question. What what happened to Swalinski? You, we'll, let's do a true crime podcast. Let's, let's pivot this to be a true crime po- podcast. <laughs> this, this search for Swalinski. Oh, that title is a can't miss. We need a neutral crime show. Those mm-hmm. shows perform in a manner of there's just bananas. I mean, I can create crimes. If you're willing to do that. Well, I can't. I, I guess I can't say that because I can't benefit off it directly if I'm part of it. We'll, we'll get I'm some an, degrees of separation. I'm an we'll accessory. You know, I, I get the feeling that 20 is up for crime. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling. Uh, by the way, everybody who has made it this far into the show should make sure that they also check out the most recent episode of Appraise the Phrase, either on YouTube at youtube.com backslash the underdogs, or if you prefer and you've been listening to the underdog and all those other shows, you can get there at macronepicks.com. Um, links directly to our YouTube page. Also, check it out on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. What uh, you guys are at your finale? Yeah, yeah. Now we're running the tournament. We're getting our voting. Folks are voting the the matchups. The top twenty two phrases are head to head. We have our favorites. So twenty and I will be letting you all know our favorites week to week. And then you have to vote and uh, prove us right or wrong. Twenty is usually wrong. I would say most times, but mm-hmm. like we said, always down for crime. Always Thanks down. to everybody who is uh, who's checking everything out to the. The growth of the YouTube channel over the last couple of months has been astounding. Uh, we've gone from like 
30,000 subs all the way. We picked up like 15,000 subs in the last couple of months. Uh, all the way up to 43. The goal is goal is 50 by the end of the month. Would love that feels like the first real number. Uh, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I said to, a, I said to Alexa the other day, like 43 kind of embarrasses me a little bit. <laughs> I want to be, I wanted that bigger number right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thresholds, and, uh, man. So 50, 50 by the end of the month, hundred by the end of football season. Let's do it, man. Seven, get 7,000 of your friends to subscribe ASAP. And if you want to do us a huge favor, <laughs> have all of those friends, just hit that Hit that play all button every day and let it run in the background because yeah, that would do be anything. super. Get those watch hours up. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for checking out the show this week. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thank you for listening, and we will see you back here next time.